0: Okay, welcome everybody. This is Worlds of Books. Today is March 16th, 2021. And tonight we're discussing the book, The Splendid and the Vile by Eric Larson. Uh, You know, we've read Eric Larson before and I've quoted main pieces of bio about him in the past. But, you know, the main two things that stuck out, I I read, I looked over the the first few lines of the wikipedia article and he he was born in 1954 so he's 67 now uh, he was born in brooklyn he got a he went to i think university of pennsylvania and he got a graduate degree in journalism so he was a journalist for a, for a long time but uh, uh that's the highlights of the wikipedia article that i gathered and uh he's written a few things you know uh, the uh uh, Dead Wake, you know, the Lusitania, Lusitania book, that we've done twice now, thanks to me, and uh, 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 what's the one, The Devil in the White City? I think I've, I've mm-hmm. never read that one. I know it's about that, that World's Fair and a murder at the World's Fair. Yeah,
1: and uh, I've read uh, that
0: one, too. Yeah, but he, he, he's just a good writer. I, I really, I like his writing style, and uh, uh, I, I enjoy this, too, so, but, but I, I'll, I'll go last, and I'm just going to I'm just going to call on folks, if that's okay. Uh, Anybody got anything they want to say before we get started? Okay, well, let's just get started then. I'm just going to jump around at random. Sherry, I've talked to you about this, so why don't you go first?
2: Okay, Um, there's some noise going on that's pretty distracting. I don't know if somebody's moving around. Okay, that's better. Um, Well, I love this book, and I wasn't really that interested in Winston Churchill, but because it's Eric Larson and for the book club I read it and I had no problem getting through it I didn't find it dry or boring at all I liked all the little trivia like for instance tea rations lasted until 1952 why would that be unfortunately he didn't say why but I found, wow, how interesting is that? And, of course, there's a cat in there named Nelson and another cat they called the Munich Mouser, which I thought was a great name, much better than Nelson. But that was nice to always have an animal. I also had no idea. I knew about the Blitz and I knew about Coventry being destroyed, but I didn't realize how much of England was bombed and i thought that was really interesting i thought as i'm sure most of us will agree randolph was a total scumbag and uh it's interesting how powerful people like churchill and lbj insist on having people work with them when they're naked or in their bathtubs or on their (laughs) toilets or whatever
3: it's like a very
2: unique personality trait there (laughs) um and i also um and maybe somebody can answer this I was confused about Hess going to England or going to Scotland. Was he just crazy or was he really thinking he could go there and individually do some kind of peace? I, I missed, I don't know if I missed it or it wasn't clear. Nobody knows why he went there. I thought that was interesting, too. I had never heard that before about him. And uh, uh, Yeah, I, I, I wondered about that, too. And I, I didn't realize that it actually ever happened. But no, my, my knowledge
0: of World War II is, is
2: yeah, I'd, I it's mean, I'd heard great, of Hess, so. and I just never knew he he did that. And that just seemed really, really strange.
4: I thought he, I thought he was really thought he could do something. he, he Hitler wanted to have him to do it, and want him to go jump out of the airplane, you know. But um, he w- tried to get him to uh, make a deal with the United States, and I think he really thought he could.
2: Well, didn't Hitler try to stop Hess from going? Didn't no, he call out so. people to try to stop him from flying over there once he found out? I don't know. But in any case, that was a little confusing. But other than that, and I thought the epilogue was really good, too. It's always nice to have a wrap-up like that. And that's Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, I think, was it Go- Goering that was trying to stop him? Goering was the head of the Waffle, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh,
1: yeah, I think uh, he was the one that was trying to stop him.
0: Okay. Yeah, I
2: think so. Too. Yeah, yeah. But,
0: uh, Okay. Uh, is that it? Anything else? Yep, that's it. Okay. Uh, Deanna,
1: um, I as I said, I got bogged down because I had too many long books going at the same time, and I kept right. flipping back and forth <laughs> trying to right. read some of each. And my lifestyle is kind of chaotic at times, being a caregiver, so it's a lot of broken off reading things you know when I have to do stuff and so um I probably got a little tangled up with all the scene changes and the character changes although I pretty well could keep them straight um I have always admired Churchill for his ability to make speeches that caught and hold people um and are written down, and of course, um, my little farm is two miles outside of of Fulton, Missouri, where there's a piece of the Berlin Wall, and it's the community where Churchill gave his Iron Curtain speech, so I had a little bit of fascination with that, that we have a St. Mary's Church was brought over from England, is there on the uh, Westminster... Um, um campus, um, so yeah. it's kind of like a little piece of England in the middle of Missouri. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So there is a kind of fascination. There's a museum there um, uh, that has a lot of things about Churchill, and I've you know, been through that. Um, so, but I didn't realize he was such a quixotic character with right. so many levels. And yet his focus on attention was what got things done. Because if they hadn't had him pushing people into positions um, where he thought they would do the most good um, and, you know, them feeling such loyalty for him, I'm not sure England would have would have held out.
0: Yeah, I, I... I, I've often wondered, and I, I guess there's probably a bunch of alternative history books that are written. But I don't know what we would have done if, if Churchill hadn't been in charge. It would have been horrible if England had just capitulated early on and just mm-hmm. sold out to to, to Germany. There's, there's no telling where we'd be now. So.
1: No, because we wouldn't have had the foothold of, of England to launch right. our own counterattack.
0: Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but anyway, okay. Well, well, thanks. Thanks for your comments. And then you know, at least uh, either next month or the month after that, you'll you'll have already read the book, so you'll be <laughs> yeah, so you'll I be won't well be in busy. a panic
1: trying to juggle books. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. All right. Okay. Let's see, uh, Michelle.
5: Yes. Hi. Um, hi. hi. <laughs> I I like the book. Um, this is the third time I read an Eric Larson book, and I actually like Deadweight better. I know this is a more historically significant book. Um, and I think I was just not the right time for me to read this book. I think reading, you know, books about difficult times in history is not really where my head is right now. So I think if I read this book at a different time, I would have liked it more. Um, it was nothing wrong with it. I mean, he's a really excellent writer and he, he really puts you into, England in 1940 and you could you know you could feel the fear and, and you could sense that there's gonna be bombs dropping and it's, it's really kind of scary a little bit reading the book. Um, what I really liked about him was I just liked how he stood up to Hitler because the, the impression I had from reading this book, and I don't know that this is historically accurate, was that England was really, you know, who who was taking on Hitler, and then he was trying to get the United States involved as well. So certainly, you know, personally, I'm grateful to him, uh, and I think we we all are. Um, so that's what I liked a, a lot about him. I thought he was really tough. and he he understood that, you know, having a, a ceasefire or, or some kind of neutrality with Germany wasn't really going to work. It wasn't going to last. And all the other countries were, were falling down. So I, I like that, that part of the story. Uh, I liked his, his temperament. Um, and I'll just say, personally, I've been watching this um, series on CNN about Lincoln, and the whole time I was reading this book, I kept comparing him to Lincoln. And I think I just like Lincoln better. As a, <laughs> as a um, so I, I, it's not, I, I think he just he was a man in certain ways. You know, he believed in colonialism and he um, he didn't seem like someone that I liked. Even though Lincoln obviously was earlier in time, he mm-hmm. just seemed more progressive to me in certain ways than Churchill did, but certainly he was the right person, Churchill, I think, to be where he was. And I think he, he helped, he saved the world really. So um, I'll probably read this book again. I think once everything goes back to normal, <laughs> I think right. I'll appreciate it more. Um, but I think it was a good choice. And, and thank you for, for suggesting it.
0: Well, and know the difference between the two of them. I think, lincoln lincoln kind of came from you know i mean he was a really a common man and stuff i, I get the impression that churchill came either came from money he was, certainly was from the uh the, the the higher classes i would say uh, mm-hmm. uh and, and and i think that makes a lot of difference uh in, in terms of uh of people well, of course lincoln's ours so yeah we're, we're gonna have a little bit different feeling about him i would think but uh but yeah, yeah, the, 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 those are those are good comments. Okay, uh, so Marcia, you didn't read it, so you you, you want to say something about it? Didn't meet the two-hour rule, or I
3: you know? I, I, the, re, the reason I came this evening is I wanted to get everybody's perspective on the book to see if because um, I still have the book number and everything, and to see if I'm going if I decide to read it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I, and
3: I, I hope that's fair.
0: Oh, that's fair. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're welcome to come and or you know and and pan us or whatever. You know, just it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, but uh, uh, even so, even if we d- do all love it and stuff, and, I mean, you're going to like it. But you know, g- g- give it a listen. But uh, uh, it, it, yeah. it does. It gets into it gets into a lot of detail and stuff. But, uh, but I, and I, you're and right, I,
3: though. Eric Larson is a, a very good writer. So yeah,
0: he's, he's good. I'm, I'm kind of like Sherry. I, it didn't feel to me like. It was it was tedious and stuff. I you know I just I, I, he, the stuff he covered wasn't wasn't the usual kind of World War II kind of history book and stuff. That's just, what you know, that's
3: what I was yeah. kind of afraid of that it was going to be a it's like oh Lord another World War II book. So no, I'd say it's no, more no, personality
2: right. driven. Oh, that,
1: yeah, yeah, that's yeah. 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 It's, it's
2: more about all the personalities that were involved trying
0: mm-hmm. to figure out this mess so yeah. what to do instead.
1: His wife, his daughter. Um, yeah different ones of his aides what they were thinking at the time
0: Exactly yeah
1: um, yep. I thought one of the things that struck me as really odd was was Mary's group of people um her friends and them going mm-hmm. running around in in the blackout and going to different clubs and dancing and still being mm-hmm. young and ridiculous Right and mm-hmm. You know, she bar- barely missed getting in that yeah. one restaurant that was palmed.
0: Right, right, yeah. Right, yeah, um, yeah.
1: And, th- and her parents thinking that was perfectly fine for a 17-year-old, going-on 18-year-old girl to be running yeah. around doing all these wacko things. They wow. did try that- to send her to the country to be with friends and with cousins where she'd be safe, but she kept demanding to come back to London <coughs> because oh, she thought right. she was missing something, <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah and i thought that was kind of interesting that checkers was the name of that was the name of that place out in the mm-hmm. country yeah and, the country and then you house. look at it from the air it looked like it had a big arrow pointing to it I mean, I thought, <laughs> mm-hmm. wow yeah that's that's, <laughs> that, that's pretty humorous
6: okay all right liz okay um i haven't quite finished the book yet because i just started it yesterday <laughs> <laughs> i am well, enjoying it um I, I, war, in case you were wondering how it ended. I, you know i know how it ends so that's just <laughs> the, the, there's two things that are kind of funny uh, i i loved the descriptions of Gehring's outfits that he would wear <laughs> i just thought yeah, that yeah. was hysterical yeah. Um, yeah, pretty funny. Yeah. um but and i've been watching the crown on netflix so john lithgow play, played Winston Churchill. So that's yeah. one seeing
7: as I oh, <laughs> yeah.
6: John Liskow playing Jim Winston Churchill. But no, it's very good. And I absolutely intend to to finish the book because it is interesting. And um okay. it, it, it's not a bogged down, you know, World War II, this battle that battle. That. It, it is it's the daily, it's it's talks about what people went through as they're preparing for this war and it, it's interesting. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. John Lithgow's a great actor. Um, oh, so gosh. Yes. <laughs> yes, he's great. He, he's excellent. He married it a couple of my favorite books from 2020. <laughs> oh,
0: nice. Okay. All right.
4: Let's see who else we have. Uh, uh, Ladon. Yes, I enjoyed the book quite a lot. It's a uh, war we tend to love, you know. We don't hear see that many books written about Korea or Vietnam, you know. And so forth, um, but I found out that maybe in all my history classes I wasn't paying attention because I knew about the lend-lease deals and everything, but I didn't know what lend-lease was. That was just a name for to right. me. But that what? we uh, gave them those, uh, those old rusty ships and everything, and got leased on leases on uh, several other bases. Then uh, so I learned learned that. I think uh, I liked Mary uh, seemed to me for she reached out and touched me. And uh, I thought, well, what a deal turning 18, 1940 and the blitz and everything. Uh, how awful. And then little Winston Jr. When she, he was born, you know, you think, what an awful time to be born. You know, at that time, of course. And I looked and see, Mary lived to 75, so I guess she did did all right, you know. But I I really enjoyed the book, um, the little incidences and things, you know, uh, made it real. And he's a real good writer. So, yeah. But but like I said, uh, you know, we all love this war. I mean, it go back and back and back. And uh, you, uh, how many books about Korea? Maybe one or two. Right, right. Uh, that's exactly right. Yep.
0: Okay. All right. Well, thanks. Uh, Don Queen. Don's muted. Let's give him a mute. Uh, a okay. second. Star six. Don, can I mute yourself? On your there we you
7: go. That be better man. You're there. Oh, good. Um, I read it several weeks ago, so uh, I really enjoyed the book. Uh, I didn't realize the casualties were so extreme. You know, they always downplay them on the history. They say that the Spitfires and Radar saved everybody, but uh, that isn't true. They, they really suffered under the bombing, and, and not just Coventry. The story was that. Uh, they, they allowed the Germans to bomb Coventry because they didn't want to disclose it. They had broken the code. Yeah, the, the code, I guess, or the, they got one of the two. But anyway, I enjoyed the story. As you say, Randolph was kind of a problem. and uh, <laughs> That's being charitable, yeah. Everybody has a black sheep in their family, I guess, so mm-hmm. that uh, works out. So I... I, I uh, it was a very different approach to the uh, to, the, to the, the story. I don't mind the World War II stories, but uh, <laughs> this this was okay. Okay, all right, thanks.
0: Let's see. Okay, I guess it's just me that's left. So. I, I enjoyed it too. I mean, for some of the same reasons that, that Sherry said, because uh, uh, I, I I've read some World War II stuff, but most of the World War II stuff I've read has really been uh, like novels and stuff that were set during World War II. I hadn't read a lot of pure histories and stuff. So, uh, but but I, I like the fact that this one. I mean, he he zeroed in on the actual the personalities we were trying to to lead the the country through this mess that, that they were in. I mean, let's face it, I mean, England was like the the you know, the one country in Europe that that was standing up to this guy and stuff. And it just I, and and like Don said, I I didn't appreciate. I mean, I, yeah, I knew London got bombed and stuff. I didn't realize how long it went on for and how much destruction and and lives were lost during during all that blitz and stuff. So it, uh, it 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 was it, it was tough, it was tough, you know, getting a dose of that because uh, uh, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I'm certainly not an Anglophile, but I, you know, I, you know England's our biggest ally and stuff, and you know, and I, and I used to work for an English company and stuff. I I, mean, I like the Brits. I mean, you know, you know, they're 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 good folks and stuff, and I really think they. If they hadn't stood up like, like I've already said, uh, the world would be a whole lot different today. I expect if if Hitler had allowed to 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 prevail. But uh, one thing I will say, I'm I'm glad we've changed some of our pronunciations because I would not be able to sing the song "Oh My Darling Clementine." I mean, that just doesn't have the same kind of ring to it. But uh, you know that, and uh, I thought. I, I, I thought Max Beaverbrook was a real interesting character and stuff. I mean, I, obviously he, he you know, Churchill put him in in the position over aircraft production because he needed to get the job done. and Stuff. I mean, I was telling Sherry, you, you, they really ought to have called. They really should. His name really should have been Resignee Brook instead of Beaverbrook because he was resigning every other every other month. The same like. Uh, yeah, I guess he. He he did what he needed to do to 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 get the attention and get the resources and stuff. But, uh, uh, but you know, I, I, a lot of these people I'd never heard of, so, so I, I enjoyed you know reading all the uh, the, the the interplay and stuff uh, amongst the characters. And I thought Eric Larson did a real good job of of presenting it that way in in the midst of of all the turmoil and the war and stuff. So,
4: I thought uh, that it was very interesting that Churchill dreamed of a United States of Europe and then with England at the head and it came to pass and how England's getting out or has gotten out. That is pretty ironic, isn't it? Mm -hmm.
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the most responsible, I think, for England staying. They might have capitulated if it hadn't been for Churchill. I, I I think he made the difference.
2: It's interesting yep. how good he was, and yet they didn't reelect him. I, I've never really read a good account of why he lost. After well, he was so conservative. <laughs> yeah, they knew what he was like. <laughs> mm. But they wanted him for the war time, but not for the post-war economy. Was that the issue?
0: Yeah, I, I, maybe I, I, I don't know. Uh, but, but, but that 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 is a good point, though. Yeah, uh, uh, and I thought it was. I was telling Cherry this the other day. I thought it was interesting. You know, I, I enjoyed hearing the recording of of, of Churchill. I, I, I guess it was recorded on what Christmas Eve in nineteen was it like Christmas Eve, nineteen forty one? I guess it was done over here in America and stuff. He was he was talking. He didn't sound anything like I expected him to sound, and, and, and I think it must be because I've heard so many people do him in the movies and stuff that I've gotten a jaundiced view of what the man really sounded mm-hmm. like. Either that or maybe mm-hmm. the reporting was bad. I don't know, but uh, it, 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 it didn't sound like I was expecting him to sound. I don't know if it, how the rest of y'all thought it sounded.
2: I never Litzkow. would have known that was him if it wasn't. I have I have John Lithgow's voice running in my head. <laughs> well, you know, there you go. I
0: mean, you know, a, lot, a lot of people have played him, didn't? Uh, who's that other guy that played him recently? The uh, oh, it was oh. that actor that was, in, that was in the Harry Potter movies and the one that played Commissioner Gordon in the Batman movies. What's his um, name? Uh, uh, uh,
6: the Darkest Hour. Is that what you're talking about? Maybe,
0: maybe. Yeah, it's somebody else that's played Churchill lately. That's, uh, oh. uh,
5: uh, I can't think of the actor's name. Oh. I, know. Uh.
2: I think oh, you're gosh. right, though. The actors maybe exaggerate his accent a bit. I think it's mm-hmm.
5: Gary Oldman, Alan. That's who played him in that movie. Uh,
2: Gary Oldman. Old- Gary, that's it. Yeah, Gary Oldman.
0: That's what I was trying to think of. Thanks, Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, who, who hasn't done Churchill? I expect, especially of those British actors and stuff. But uh, uh, I mean, he's he's obviously been portrayed a lot and, and and imitated a lot. You heard his, you heard people do his voice a lot and that stuff. I, I'm kind of like, sure. I would I would have thought, well, who's that talking? I mean, that's not supposed to be Churchill, is it? I mean, come on. But, now, did,
3: did uh, they talk? Did they talk much about his his mother being American and everything? I mean, was she mentioned a lot or no?
0: Oh, no, I don't think no. so.
3: That's interesting, yeah, because I read a book years and years ago about his
2: mom. Uh, Jenny was her name. Oh, yeah. They just I kind of Jenny started Jenkin. with 1940 and went right. on from there. There was,
7: oh. a, there was a TV series on that, on her and and, uh, and uh, his father. And, uh, yeah, it was very interesting because uh, they had a very tempestuous relationship with the upper class yeah. of kid. But, uh, uh, It was I mean, kind of typical for the, 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 the British to marry rich Americans. So.
4: <laughs> I thought that Churchill's wife, Churchill's wife was a very interesting woman.
0: Yeah, yeah. Clementine. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
4: she went when she was went out. she in parliament? Complained, she complained about all the uh, the trains, you know, and the uh, places where people had to go during the bombs and everything, and <laughs> uh, had him clean those out in nineteen forty-one.
0: I, I I
7: don't know if she was in parliament or not. Is that, was that your question, Don? Yeah, that was my. I think she was. There, no, someone he's someone's. Was, no, somebody's wife was in there. because No, no, it wasn't her. No, it, she it was out in this
4: book anyway. Okay,
7: okay. No, no, there was a uh, woman that was in, in the Parliament, and uh, I'm getting the two accounts mixed up, but it's very famous that uh, uh, I, she did got church. on said, if if you were my husband, I would poison you. And, and, and he said, Adam, if you were my wife, I would take it. <laughs> Yes. Oh yes, yes,
0: yes. yes. <laughs> That's classic. That's uh-huh. Yeah, that is classic. <laughs> well, what one thing I was a little, a little, a little surprised by is you know they, toward the beginning of the book they, they made that discovery about the the German beams and stuff, and and they kept talking about that that young guy that that was in the in the in the the, the British. Uh, I can't remember his name, but I kept thinking that was going to be some kind of revolutionary discovery. And stuff, but I never really got the, the feeling or it, it didn't seem in the book that they really ever were ever really able to utilize that that much to mm-hmm. to, to prevent being bombed a lot. It, it, mm-hmm. Was that just me or did anybody else get that impression? Yeah, uh, they,
4: they they were just able to kind of uh, interrupt it. They sure sure couldn't, didn't, you know, didn't do okay, it. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just interrupted it a little bit.
0: Right, right, okay. So,
4: Sometimes okay. they bob, drop bombs in the empty field or something. But right. You know, it, sure okay. didn't, it sure didn't stop when they sent 400 bombers over at once. I tell you, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine that. Even just the roar that those bombs were scared the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. I
0: can't. I can't imagine and the ones. The ones that shrieked when they were coming down too.
4: Oh yeah. Uh, that, yeah,
0: that's got to have been horrible. But uh, I, it, the the pluck of the British people was, was just amazing. They, I don't mm-hmm. know they the, the way it was presented. They just they just seemed to to, to step up and do what needed to be done. And stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how they I don't know how they how they kept their morale up and stuff because that, that f- had to be a horrible year.
4: I found it interesting that sometimes. He would be out walking, just broken glass all over the street, and there he's walking. I can't imagine our president being out walking without 100 people around there guarding him. You know, I can't mm-hmm. imagine. Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. he just he went up took a, a stroll.
0: He went up to the roof a couple of times to watch him, didn't he? Yeah. He, him, he? Yeah. The, he things walked things. out on the street. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. No. Our our last president would be down in a bunker somewhere. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> anyway, inspecting
6: the lighting. <laughs>
0: yes, just inspecting it though. <laughs>
6: right. right. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But, but anyway. Well, I, I I really don't have anything else. Uh, you know. Uh, but yeah, you know, we'll we'll go over the books for the next two months. But does anybody else have any other comments about about this?
2: But, uh, mm-hmm. I thought they covered the Germans just enough to be interesting, but not. I mean, I really didn't care about hearing about them so much because you hear about Hitler so much, and right. it was interesting to have Goering in there a bit and that one German air pilot, Garnett or whatever his name was. Oh right, right, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah he talked about him a good, a, a good little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We we didn't need another book to to talk about how crazy the Nazis were. We, I think we we're all fully yeah. aware of that. But I, I like I like the way he did it from his perspective. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, let's see. So, the the next two books we're going to do. Uh, let's let me see what time it is. Let me check the phone. <sighs> I am. All right. It's 25 till nine. All right. The two books we're going to do in April and May are the, the last trial by Scott Turow and the return by Nicholas Sparks. Now don't, don't be groaning to me about Nicholas Sparks. I like <laughs> Nicholas Sparks <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Sparks can tell a good story now. So, you know, uh, I, 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 I downloaded both of these, uh, and, uh, Mickey had, had read The Last Trial, and, you know, she said it was good. So uh, I, I downloaded both of them, and I listened to the first, you know, the beginnings of each of them. And they both they both seem like they're going to be really good stories and stuff. You know, like say, I say, I read for entertainment and stuff. So mm-hmm. first and foremost, Me too. First and foremost. So, uh, One was first. Which one I don't know. Yeah. There- Y'all vote on which one you want to read first. The 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 last well, De- trial. Deanna
6: I, has the last trial fresh in her mind. So <laughs> uh,
0: maybe maybe we should do that one first. But, but the last oh. trial is about 16 hours, maybe. And the, the return is like 10 hours. But they're both the they're both the commercial versions. So mm-hmm. I mean I'm sure the narration will be good for both is, of them.
5: Is the return a romance book?
0: You know, Nicholas Sparks always has some romance in his books. I, I, I don't think it's really. Hang on, a minute. Let me Let me see what I right, got. Let me see what the uh, the annotation says. Not that the annotation is going to be totally accurate. Let's see. It's got mystery and detective stories, human relations, bestsellers, and romance. So it's got like four four categorizations a little bit
3: of everything
0: a little, little, mm-hmm. little bit of everything so uh i you know I, it, it's about a guy that comes back from iraq that you know had some injuries and he's doing something with a cabin that his grandfather left him or something
7: Yeah you know,
0: the annotation is pretty light on on telling what it's about and stuff but uh, i don't know it, it you know you can read the beginning of a book and, and you kind of get a feeling for whether it's going to be interesting and 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 kind of grabby and stuff. And it, it 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 felt like something that I could read and not put down. But uh yeah, uh we'll, we'll see. But uh Nicholas Sparks can tell a good story, I think.
4: So the last trial's gonna be first.
0: Oh is that y'all's vote? That's
4: what yeah, I y'all thought y'all
0: they said. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was
4: I I thought
7: decided. decided. Yeah, I downloaded it that? That? I by mistake anyway, so it's good. So
2: yeah, there's right see. That's <laughs> destiny.
0: Well,
7: the so, last... I like that. I like Thank you, Scott. All
0: right. Well, y'all want to do the last trial for April, and then we'll do sure. the return by think and Sparks for May? That sure. Good. All right. Let me give you the DB numbers. stuff. hang on. Let's see. All righty. seven seven. Now, Marsha, I'm going to repeat that for you about five times. Hang on. I think I may have said it wrong. Hang on. Oh, it's 99795. Okay. 99795. Okay. And then the Nicholas Sparks book is... One hundred thousand eight four six one zero zero eight four six, and it's read by it's read by a guy that reads a lot of uh, David Baldacci books. Keith Brewer, I think that's right. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Keith Keith Brewer reads the Nicholas Sparks book, and let's see who reads. Uh, the last trial is read by John Bedford Lloyd. I don't know if I've heard of him or not.
5: But, uh, he's an anyway. actor. He's oh, actually he? He's a really good actor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He right. well, does a good job, actually.
0: Okay. Well, it's got, I mean, Scott Crowley's a good author and stuff. So uh, if, you can, if you can handle the, 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 the legal aspects. But uh, anyway, uh, Thank everybody for coming, and thank you for your comments. Does anybody else have anything to say before we go? or uh, Any other questions about the books we're doing in the next couple of months?
4: Goodbye. See you next month. Yep.
0: Okay. Y'all Bye. Bye. Thank Bye. you. All right.
3: Thank you, everybody, everybody. take care. Seat, everybody.
0: Okay. Take care. Stay safe.
1: You too. You okay. Bye.
0: Okay. Bye-bye.
7: Bye. the time of the year.